0: the New York media has gotten soft, including you, Paul. <laughs> I don't need any kind of crap
1: from you. Take a lap defense. Take a lap special teams. Who cares? No. I, it doesn't matter. It sure does. It doesn't. Paul, do you know what drip is? Do we have to explain?
2: No, I'm going to let you wear the clown makeup. Removing goalposts. How
0: stupid is that? No drunkenness. The answer to the question fine. We move on. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Shoot him, he, shoot. The no. kicker. You hear how he says the kicker. Like he's a subset from the team. Do I send you journalists Lessons on
1: Twitter. We got a lot of angry I people on this podcast. Yeah. Ooh. Welcome back to Blue Rush, our Giants podcast from the New York Post. Lots to get into, including an interview with Reggie Ragland. Giants linebacker is going to join us later in the show. But first, let's welcome in your host of Blue Rush. That would be two-time Super Bowl champion, Lawrence Tynes, and his co-host, Giants be ready for the post. Paul Schwartz, lots to get into, but first we have a special guest on the line. I think he's got a message. So, who's our guest?
3: This is uh, Jared live from the basement. As as the listeners may know, it's uh, the host Paul's birthday today, so I thought we'd sing him happy birthday on As a Blue Rush uh, tradition. Happy so, birthday, birthday to happy Paul. Birthday happy
0: birthday, birthday to, to Paul. Paul. This isn't pitch perfect. Happy birthday,
1: Paulie happy Schwartz. Schwartz. Happy birthday. Oh my God. To Paul <laughs> <to> <laughs> you. Right, you should have sang with me. Please no make it stop. I'm no, I know. My <laughs>
4: That's not one of them.
1: All right, well, it was once well sung. All right, Jared. So, so what did you get your dad for his birthday? Oh,
3: that's I can't reveal that yet. He hasn't gotten it yet. It would, it would uh, ruin the
2: surprise. I'll just check the credit card um, receipts oh. later, and I'll figure oh. out what um, what my family got he's, me to see what uh, what's on the credit card. He's
3: got, Jared
0: has his own, is making his own money right now. Jared, I, it seems like your dad doesn't like to, to celebrate. He,
1: he 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 kept under wraps. I found out via Twitter. He had the balloons pop up on his page, so I figured I'd tell you. So. I, I just want you to show him some love and show him some balloons.
3: I'll tell you one thing: Steve Cohen provided him a uh, a tremendous gift with his uh, his signing the last couple of days.
1: There you go. Max Scherzer was your was your big present, Paul. What pops get you for Hanukkah? Well, I, I heard he got you an, a new overcoat.
3: That is true. Yes, that's it so far. But uh, yeah, it was, it was it was a good coat.
2: There's there's eight nights, man. There's eight nights. We got to pace ourselves. There'll be Wait, some so other you get presents. Coming.
0: Excuse my ignorance, obviously. I don't know anything about this. So you get eight days worth of presents?
2: Well, when you're a little kid, you do, because you're a little kid, you know, and you have got to you. give them presents all the time. When you're older, sometimes you give a big one. Sometimes you give a small one. Some nights you okay. get nothing. Some nights I like this. You get speaking a potato latke, that's it, you know.
3: Speaking of gifts, so, I have a question for LT about okay. uh, last week. Yep. Uh, they, they gave a, What happened? They gave a much better uh, performance for Shrehan ceremony than they did, yeah. for the, uh, 20, yeah, they did. in the twenty. And the 2011 uh, uh, Super Bowl team that I was at. You know, what's up with that?
0: Man, that's a great question, Jared. I, I, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, that was a little bit disappointing to see that kind of spirited effort on defense versus what we got, right? They scored 28 points or something in the first half. So I have to have a conversation with Joe Judge because he singled that out in his post game. He mentioned how that was a factor. Yet the 2011 team was not, what were we, chopped liver? I guess. So, yeah, I don't know about that. But yeah, they definitely played a whole lot better than what we saw week five, whatever that was.
2: Well, they, they probably shouldn't have scheduled. a the Rams. A, yeah. The Rams. Yeah. You know, you got to, you know, you, you you played college football. Your homecoming is not against the best team on the schedule. You know, no. Homecoming's got to be against some uh, Patsy. So, yeah, I mean, the Eagles but the are a little different don't team play
0: the any Patsy. So, it's kind of hard to pick one.
1: It might be a story Jared Schwartz could write about as he's working at The Post. Well, Jared, congrats on uh, working for The Post now, and uh, thanks for calling in. and wish your dad a happy birthday. I think he, he blushed a little bit for sure, and, and he'll come give you a pat on the back and you know make you some chicken parm later.
3: Yeah, you can find out about the, the dinner and, and the gifts on, on the next episode
1: all right good i'm I'm glad that's jared Schwartz. everybody appreciate jared dropping on
3: yeah, but uh I'll, I'll,
1: I'll hand it off to you lawrence uh here you know the big news daniel jones versus mike glennon who knows is gonna play take it away
0: yeah this is interesting and i don't know how much we know paul can share some more it's unfortunate man because this guy needs to play you know daniel needs to play football he needs to show the giants uh what he can do down the stretch here and if he can't play you know mike glennon If you think about what he did in that Dallas game when he came in, he played pretty well. Mike Glennon has played a lot of football; he can throw it. But again, uh, you know, Daniel, hopefully he can play because you know we got to see what he can do. This is kind of a six-game stretch here. He was one and zero in the first of the last seven, so I hope he can play. But you know, with the neck, you got to be really careful.
2: Yeah, it was kind of strange. First of all, Mike Glennon, who looked okay, you're right in Dallas. He's 6-21 Six and 21 is a starter in the NFL. So, let's, you
0: know, he, you know <laughs> I have a very low. Yeah. He,
2: he, he was 0, 0, 0 for five, 0 and five last year with Jacksonville. Jacksonville won one game, so I don't put it all on him. You know, so Mike Lennon is what he is. He's a backup, you know, and, and there's a, a reason for that. Now, Daniel Jones, it's interesting because he got hurt on the second play of the game against the Eagles. Remember, on a second play, he kind of runs left, you know, design run. You know, I don't know about you, Lawrence. When I see that run, I said, okay, and he's not running wide and he slides late. He gets five yards and it was. Just so much contact, and I looked at that and I said, "Really, the second play of the game, you're just going to get destroyed like that?" And you know, when you look on the replay, when he gets up, he kind of like grimaces, and he—I think he wanted a penalty a little bit, and he kind of looked like, "Eh, I didn't like that so much." But he plays the rest of the game, and Joe Judge said he did not know about this injury till he got the injury report on Monday. Daniel Jones said he was okay during the game, but the next day he woke up, he was sore. He said he feels much better today, that, you know, on Wednesday he feels better. He practiced on a limited basis. Now it's a walkthrough, so there's no stress on his neck at all. Thursday and Friday will be a better indication. He missed two games his rookie year, Daniel, with injuries. He missed two games his second year with injuries. He was knocked out of a game with a concussion this year, and, you know, this was a play if he misses time when he was running. Every single injury is because he was running. That is the risk and reward with a running quarterback, right? That's why Eli Manning stayed in the pocket and never, ever, 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 ever
0: ran. Well, it really makes you just appreciate what Eli Manning did for 15 years. I mean, the more we see Daniel Jones get injured, the more we can appreciate what Eli had or what he did. It's supposed to be 80 degrees, maybe a slight chance of rain in Miami. This is gonna sound bizarre to a lot of people. That will help him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. the yep. muscles, the, yep. the, the the temperature. I mean, being mm-hmm. cold, cold helmets, mm-hmm. cold body, the heat will definitely give him a better chance of than they were they were playing in New York. So, and I expect, you know, a tough team. The the Giants and Dolphins compare a lot of ways. I looked at a bunch of stats this week. They are Almost the same team. If you look at a lot of what they do offensively, defensively, where they rank, yards per attempt, they're both bottom of the league. Daniel Jones, Tua, ten and 7, 10 and six. I mean, there's a lot of similarities here. I'll tell you this though: Tua plays a horizontal game, and I think I think he's one of the lowest yards per attempt guys in the league. I'm still not a fan of his. Never been a fan of his. I think we can cause problems for Tua, and I'm looking forward to that matchup.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean he he, he doesn't he doesn't run a lot. You know, I mean you think of him at Alabama as a runner, but he had a lot of. Like lower leg injuries, right? He really doesn't run. He gets out of the pocket. Um, you want to keep him in the pocket. You know he's completing seventy percent of his passes. But as you said, they are possession passes.
0: Checkdowns.
2: Um, you know, they, doesn't it feel like in college football we've saw Tua play for so long? You know, we were so Tua, Tua, Tua. You know, it was all Tua all the time. They were a great team, and then he got hurt, and he had. I mean, look, he's got a he's got a teammate, right, Jalen Waddle. I mean, the guy's tremendous. You know, yeah. we, last week we saw Devonta Smith who James Bradbury shut down, but he's throwing to NFL guys. You know, dolphins are interesting. They won their opener against the Patriots, which was a shocker. Then they lost seven straight. Right. And it's like blind Flores is clueless and they're going to have to fire him. And
0: now I won. did not realize they lost seven in a row, seven in
2: a row. Wow. They were one in seven and now they have won four in a row. So they are five and seven. So, you know, are they on the upsurge and and on you know making a playoff push or you know is this is this their high point? It's a good game for the Giants. It really is. Yeah, you know, I don't glad... think they're
0: very good. I don't think the Dolphins are very good.
2: Yeah, that's. I mean, they play a very aggressive defense, very aggressive, and the Giants are going to have to block it up. You know what? Your friend Saquon Barkley is going to have to come up big because if Daniel Jones is a little limited it, it's a lot of pressure as I said you know the defense puts a ton of pressure on the quarterback you can run on him and it's going to be warm Saquon I, Barkley has got to get in gear here and I understand the offensive line isn't great he's got to make things happen by himself make That's him all make him
0: it. make him great Saquon has the ability to make the offensive line great I'm not comparing him to Barry Sanders Barry Sanders made a lot of offensive linemen look good second pick of the draft he's, he's got to play well I'll say this though: I think if if Daniel Jones is even the least bit hindered, and and we're not going to run him, I think if you're not going to use him in the run game with the RPO game, I think you start Glennon. I, I just I just don't think you you take that ability that Daniel has that's part of his game that makes him somewhat of a dangerous player. If he can't do that, I don't think he should play.
2: He's a tough guy, Daniel Jones. He's a big, strong guy. He's a tough guy. Nobody questions that. I didn't like you know seeing Twitter and social media when it's reported that Daniel Jones has a sprained neck, and it's like. Eli would have played, Eli would have played, Eli would have played. Come on. I mean, look,
0: (laughs) Eli would have never had a sprained
2: neck. Well, Eli had injuries, as you know, right. And he he battled through them, but you know, they're not screwing around with this, with a neck, you know, it's, it's not just, um, you know, you know, I've, I have a sore neck from time to time. I, all right. So I move around and I sit in front of my laptop and I write, you know what I mean? And and nobody comes over to me with a um, pot and pan and starts smacking me over the head with it. So, you know, that's what Daniel Jones is going to have to deal with. You're right they have to see if he if he can't be daniel jones and have movement and and look you don't have to run quite as much then you're right because you know put a big tall guy in there who who at least can you know can can make plays and throw the ball and and not worry about his neck i agree with you there
1: do you guys feel there's added pressure on him and he he really wants to play because he hears the noise that maybe this is the end this final month for him do you think he's like all right i'm going to play if i'm 70%
0: 80% because time might be the clock might be ticking on <laughs> you, you say the end for him it's not like he's the going end, anywhere i mean he's still going to be whether they bring in another guy or whatever, he's gonna be on this roster next year. I, I just do feel like he he does kind of feel a little bit of heat in terms of I started out good, I haven't played that well in the middle, I've got to show this team and the city what I can do. Sure, that's that's every player though. Every player feels like they have to play every week because you always feel like you're gonna get cut. It's a great way to play football. It really is because it keeps you, you know, working towards getting better. But I don't think he should play. Seriously, like if his neck is still sore. I'd rather see Glennon out there because then I don't. I don't. Here's what I don't want to happen I don't want them to lose and say, well, you know, Daniel Jones had a sore neck. Mike Glennon, for all you know, is not a bad backup. He can go out there and win you a football game. I know he hasn't won very many games in his career, but I feel like he has a grasp of this offense. He threw it well in Dallas when we played him. So I would much rather see a healthy Glennon over a 75% Daniel Jones.
2: Do I think Daniel Jones would be back? I do, but. You know his his fifth year option number is like twenty million. We we have to just you know who is calling the shots there. You know he's Dave Gettleman's draft pick. So yes, but you I mean, don't you don't
0: have to pay him that next year, right? Next um, year is his fourth year. Next year is eight that's million. True, his, right? But I mean, right?
2: Whether you so pick we, it up, we or not. we we right.
0: got him for one more year. Yeah, the fifth yeah, year, yeah. You, you just you may piss him off and say, hey, we're not picking it up. But guess what? That's that's about where you are right now. You can't just commit twenty million dollars to a guy who's won seven eight games and the
1: panthers did that with sam darnold and they're very That's... much regretting picking up that option for next yeah year.
2: you can see it in daniel it really means a lot to him and when, when he's going through this and you don't know if he can play it really you know his face it just pains him he hates dealing with this it really means a lot to him now that doesn't mean you know he's superman and he can play through anything um it'll be interesting it'll really be interesting you know what they won a game last year with colt mccoy starting right um, yeah. You know, him yeah, doing virtually nothing. And and yeah. if the defense can play like they did in Seattle and if the defense can play like they did last week against the Eagles, they have a chance no matter who's playing quarterback.
0: Yeah. And on a more positive note, I mean, Logan Ryan's coming back. If we want to flip to that side of the ball, you get your leader back there and they've played well without him. And Adoree Jackson, you mentioned, is not probably going to be available. He didn't practice today. So some of these young guys as Robinson and, and Parker and Reed are going to have to step back up and, and play a bunch of football.
2: Yeah, I I asked Logan, um, you know, he was home, you know, he missed the game against against the Bucks, which, you know, in Tampa, which he was heartsick over because that's Tom Brady, that's his former, you know, teammate and things. He really wanted to play that game. And he said, watching that game at home, he saw some things that Brady was kind of doing against the defense that he felt he could have helped. You know, he really felt he could have helped the back end, he could have helped the cipher. He had COVID. He said it was a mild case. He had nasal congestion, sinus con- congestion you know, a heavy chest and you can't do a lot. So what did he do to get ready? He said it was too cold to do anything outside. So he jumped on his trampoline at his house with his kids for two hours a day and he practiced tackling them. So if he misses any if, if he misses any tackles if he misses any tackles in miami then you know Child services are going to be there tomorrow i mean well, let yeah. me tell
1: you new yorkers know that headline well cuz jobber chamberlain missed an entire season for, for the
0: yankees from jumping on a trampoline so let's uh let's relax with jumping on the trampoline cuz that's now, torn acl but, but i listen as you guys know i've i had covid in the last 2 weeks and same thing nasal chest no smell or taste i don't know how you can play football i just started back on my peloton monday after you know, two weeks, give or take, of having COVID. And my lungs, I'm not kidding you, that first 10 minutes on that bike, it hurt. It really hurt. Like I, I slowed down and then it got better as you start riding. And then yesterday I did it again. I'm gonna go again tonight after we do the show. But my chest hurts today, hurts like inside, like from the diaphragm expanding. Like so I'm no, it's I'm just taking it easy. But to play pro football, I get it. In I, Tampa, I mean,
2: he, 80 degrees and humid.
0: You know? And and even this week, I mean, I question, you know, he, how much he can play because it it does affect your lungs, your wind.
2: Remember last year when Will Hernandez came back, yes, and missed a couple of games, yes. and he's a big, strong guy. He's and back, hurt. you know. We didn't know as much about COVID then, and he couldn't get back. You know, he and he thought he was fine, but you know, I think we're finding that a lot of these guys, it's not just like you know, you spend your ten days, you you quarantine, you you watch TV, and then you come back and play. You know, Logan said he was getting his wind back. And when he was talking to us, I thought he was a little. A little breathy? A, a little bit, yeah. like, a little breathy. I feel it. Breakfast. I still yeah. feel
0: it. 14 days. I know, Sarah, you had it too. I mean, Sarah could probably elaborate. Sarah, you're our local Peloton insider. <laughs> no, just just <laughs> the breathing. Like, cause Sarah had it. We had yeah. the same symptoms. Like, it's, it's real. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I didn't have it that bad at all. But yeah, I stayed in bed for like a week. I mean, I've talked about it before. I'm like an avid runner. Um, I run almost every single day or use a Peloton bike. Like I can run like six miles and have a conversation, no problem. And I kind of made the mistake after a week of laying in bed. I I did like a hit run and I did it at like full capacity and aerobically I felt fine. Like my lungs felt fine, but I almost passed out towards the end. I was so lightheaded and like, yeah, I thought I had the exact same thought about these athletes who get it, especially if you're unvaccinated. I can't, I literally can't even imagine if I can't even do like 45 minutes on a treadmill. I don't know how you're playing a football game after having
2: that. But Logan is vaccinated, right, Paul? Logan is vaccinated. He's, he he wished he could have, he wished he had the booster you know, before he got this, um, he's a big advocate. Yeah, for if you have gotten it like before
0: that. it, certainly that would have helped out. Yes. You, once you've had it like you, he has and I have and so, like you can't get I, they won't give you the booster until for like 90 days or something. Afternoon, yeah, I was like a, positive. I was like a
4: week before you, Lawrence too, and I still don't feel like I'm back. I don't either. Where I was at the gym. Yeah. I can't. That's why, and that, that's like recreational. I can't imagine if that was my, you know, career. Thanks so. for joining
0: the Blue Cross Blue Shield. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Rush meets yeah. Blue Cross meets Blue Shield. We, by went way off, we went way off. the boat, but no, it's important though because I worry about guys playing, and especially a a, a skill guy like him. I mean, he's gonna be running his tail off. Sunday. It'll be
2: interesting. He said, I asked him, did you learn anything from just watching your team? You know, you're not around the team. You're watching it on TV. He said he watched Xavier McKinney. He said, Xavier McKinney is now a star. He said he is now a star. And, you know, he, and, and you know, maybe, maybe these last games without Logan, Xavier McKinney kind of felt, look, I have to grow up overnight here. So he, he said he is now not just a young guy who who helps us. He is now a primetime player for us who we need to depend to be great. And Logan said, what I learned from watching was I need to be an inspirational leader to these guys. Very interesting. Not like I need to make every play now. I need to be the emotional support for them. So maybe, you know, I don't think he's going to log 60, 70 snaps in this game, but you know, he's, he's a brainy guy and um, they're better when he's on the field. No question.
0: Well, McKinney doing what he did. He, he, obviously we had him on the show. He checks a lot of boxes he's just a superstar. We, you know, he's the way he, he handles himself, carries himself. And I could just feel that when I talked to him on the show, I mean, there's special guys in this league and a second round pick and he gets the game and, and, and people saying that they're hunting a gold jacket. That's yeah. when, you know, that, that, that not a lot of people say that. And not um,
2: boastful. He didn't say no, boastfully.
0: No, he very said, humbly. You yeah. could just tell he meant it. And, and you watch him carry himself and the way he plays. And, you know, I think, Coach Judd said that uh, Julian loves a guy. He doesn't lose any sleep over. That's exactly what you want your head coach to say about you. You just want to show up and be a pro. And his
1: teammates are vouching for him to go to the Pro Bowl, and I think there's a good shot that you know you can make the. You
0: know, five
2: you know you need numbers, right? You can't just you know you know have intangibles. Five interceptions, as Logan Ryan pointed out, five interceptions from the high post where he's playing shows in you know he's not in position man coverage to make those interceptions it is all anticipation with him and that's Paul, rare. Paul
0: will you get will you get Xavier tomorrow at practice uh, we might we Probably. might yeah ask yeah. I want to know how many times he's picked off to at practice and I bet it's a bunch I bet it's a bunch because he's gonna see Waddle and you know some old foes some old teammates that's fun that's fun for him.
2: I will tell you, whenever we talk about these games, and we, you know, we talked about Devonta Smith last week, and it's no wonder Alabama's great, right? I mean, every day, every week, we're talking every, about this yeah. guy and this guy and this guy. There are our guests. Our guys.
0: guest, our guest was at Alabama. I mean, it's uh, Nick Saban. What can you say? Alabama and a whole lot of Georgia. Seventh
1: Georgia player, Jake Fromm, added to the Giants' practice squad in case wow. uh, DJ's out. It'll be Jake Fromm if Mike Glennon goes down. Remember that Miami defense is aggressive. So let's preview let's take our talents down to south beach giants dolphins dolphins opened as two and a half point favorites they're on a four game win streak they're five and seven one o'clock game on
0: fox hard rock stadium lawrence break it down make your pick i'm feeling good about this team i know daniel jones might be hurt but i i really feel like this is a game the giants can win on the road and and you know they're they've got a couple of weeks after that they're gonna be on the road again but I like the Giants in this game. Uh, I like I like them maybe by three or four points. Not a big – I'll call it 24-20. Uh, I think we get some more turnovers from Tua. I think they – Confused to uh and do just enough to hang on a win in South Beach. So, a rare for pick me? for me, you're a rare for pick me for me, Paul. Right.
2: Yes, S- Sarah, you're sitting down here. You're okay. You're ready for this prediction.
0: Oh, um, on look, his I- birthday. If
2: Daniel Jones had no neck, I, I would have felt better about it, but I am picking the Giants. Okay. Let's uh-huh. go. You know what? Let's you know go. What? They have not Woo. won two games in a row all year. Okay. The Dolphins are on a roll, as we said. The Dolphins are not this good. You know, as Lawrence said, they're not this good. Um, I think it might be an ugly game. I think it might be um, just maybe not a high scoring game. Um, I really hope Daniel Jones plays and not Mike Lennon, but I just don't know if Mike Lennon can get out of the way of this pass rush. You know, I I don't know if, if that's the case, but I think Saquon's going to play well. I don't know why. Crazy me. I think Devontae Booker's going to play okay. And I think the Giants can win this game. And I... The Scotsman, my second favorite Scotsman on the Giants, Graham Gano will kick a game-winning field goal. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. How's the turf there? How's the turf at uh... – Beautiful. Really? Yeah. That is
0: one of my favorite places to kick. Yeah. Now – and the college season has been done for a couple – yeah, it'll be excellent. It'll, it'll be, be good. good. Graham will yep. be
2: – Graham will, you know, have a nice – Be very happy.
0: There. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. Will now, he be provided wearing two does different their...
2: shoes or no? He'll be wearing the same shoes, I guess, Well, right? I
0: saw a little rain in the forecast, so I yeah. hope that – you know, those Florida showers, but – Usually a A plus place to kick.
1: It took till Paul's birthday to finally pick the Giants the first
0: time that's, this year. That's where that we are as a franchise.
4: Did he even pick hey. them last year? I think that's the first time in two years of the show
0: he's had to have won.
2: I, I picked I, the Giants. The last time I picked the Giants was um 2012. I picked them to win the game. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's been not uh, that that uh that gift of the old lady. It's been eighty four years. Um, 2012. I picked them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm I'm in a birthday. M- Mo two and taking the Giants 2017 no matter who's the quarterback I think they end the the Dolphins win streak and stay alive for that final seven seed in the NFC which is getting more interesting I think it's going to be an eight and nine team is probably going to get it maybe even seven and hopefully not seven and ten because that's you know NFC east of last year Sarah I hope you are if Paul's taking the Giants and you're not then I, I quit
4: no, I I am. I think Paul might be intuitive, so I'm interested to see how this goes. I, I, I don't even know what um, that.
2: Dude, I don't even know what intuitive means. I guess it's a compliment. You have good right?
4: intuition. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about the Giants' defense. This feels exactly like last season, doesn't it? It's like, oh, the Giants' defense is playing well. I don't think, regardless of if it's Daniel Jones or Mike Glennon, I don't think they're gonna put up a lot of points. But I think that the Giants' defense can shut down Tua. So I'm thinking it's gonna be something kind of like last weekend. It's gonna be like. Seventeen ten giants, something like that. If, if
0: if I may, real quick on this intuitiveness, of <laughs> the, I remember the week of the Tampa game. He talked about there was an energy about <laughs> on this team, and we go down there and get our faces kicked in. Yeah, but so, he didn't say they were going to win. <laughs> he didn't say they were going to win. Uh, I guess maybe. So hopefully you felt <laughs> none of that this week. Yeah,
2: Paul. Um yeah. I also don't see Tom Brady waiting for us in Florida. So okay. I think yep. that'll help. True. Yeah.
1: I'm a little okay. concerned. I feel like we're gonna lose now. Cause Andrew Hart's I know you're gonna pick the Giants too. We're all gonna pick the Giants, essentially, right? I, I kind of have to. They're riding a four-game winning streak against the Dolphins. They are 7-2 lifetime. LT, actually, uh, he kicked in two of the last four games that they won. So, uh, I feel like that's a good omen right there. So, I'm going to go with the Wembley Stadium score from 2007. I'm going to go with 13-10, Giants. You're going to see a lot of defense being played. I don't think
0: you're going to mm. get much out of the quarterback. Eli Manning, um, Eli I, Manning scored on a, 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 a quarterback boot bootleg. He did run. He, he did. Had, uh, he,
2: he, just, he just got in the end zone. I remember Remember that that turf at Wembley? How bad? Worst it was?
0: field I've ever played on in my entire yeah. life. It was Brutal. it, was, it yeah. was raining all day too. If I recall, horrible. It was. It's it's built for 140 pound soccer players, not 300 pound soccer or football lemon. Yeah.
2: Cleo Lemon was the um, Dolphins' quarterback yes. that day.
0: Cleo God. Lemon. Yeah,
2: that was a very bad game. But uh, that was the Corrible. first game in London, right? The first ever. game in London in the NFL.
1: It was the last time Paul picked the Giants. Was that? It was that game. <laughs> <in Lebanon>? Two thousand seven. <laughs> post going 15 years ago. Well, a big part of that Giants defense on Sunday and what hopes to be a victory is Reggie Raglan, and he joins the Blue Rush podcast next.
2: He could break me in half sleeping.
1: Joining us now on Blue Rush is a Giants linebacker in his first season with the team where he's had 53 combined tackles and a fumble recovery in 11 games this season. He played for the Chiefs and the Lions, but most importantly, won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, with the Chiefs. He was a second round pick in 2016 by the Bills out of Alabama, where he had all the accolades. He won two championships. He was an All American and an SEC Defensive Player of the Year. So let's give a warm blue rush welcome to the pride of Madison, Alabama, Bob Jones High School. Bob Jones, the man yes, that is six foot two and he likes Kool Aid. And Honey Buns. Who doesn't like Kool-Aid nah, and Honey Buns? Nah, That's number nah. 55, Reggie yeah. Ragland. Reggie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm <laughs> yourself? You like that intro? I want uh, a Kool-Aid now after that. What, what, what's your flavor? Are, you, yeah, a, are yeah. you a
5: cherry guy? What do you like? Uh, to be honest, uh, I ain't had Kool-Aid in years. It's just um, a friend of mine named J. Cole, and uh, he likes to do these crazy things. And he'd be like, I'm 6'2", tons of fun. I like Kool-Aid and Honey Buns. So uh, I stole that from him. Are you you friends with
1: J Cole? Is that what you're just?
0: Are you just saying the rapper Jermaine
5: Cole? No, no, not that J Cole. I got another friend named Jonathan Cole. Oh,
0: he was. I thought that was a humble flex there, just dropping J Cole's name. Just my
5: friend oh, J I Cole.
3: Wish. I wish.
0: Well, you're also a teddy bear,
1: apparently. do do the, Do the guys call you teddy bear? Do you look at yourself as a teddy bear? And were you? Did you used to have like? Do you go to build a bear and make a customized teddy bear when you were younger? <laughs>
5: no, nah, I've always been like a just a giant. I've always been the same size. I've been the same height since I was. Twelve years old and uh I, and like I've always like the teachers uh helper because like my teachers were shorter so like, I used to come up there and help them like they could't reach the top of like of the shelves I was the one reaching the top of the shelves in like the fourth and fifth grade so after a while <laughs> they called me Teddy Beck. I'm, I'm a just a giant. I think
0: let's get this out of the way Alabama Georgia this weekend SEC title we always like to talk to our Alabama guys we had Xavier McKinney on a couple weeks ago what do you think's gonna happen this weekend?
5: Man, it's gonna be a tough one because uh, Georgia really feeling themselves the way they playing everybody. But at the end of the day, you still to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And still, Coach Saban is the man, so you still got to figure out a way to beat him in the tie. So I think it'll be a good one. But I, I, I think if we finally put it together and play like how we supposed to play, we can beat them.
2: Along those lines, how can you deal with a locker room with so many Georgia guys in it? Right? I mean, you guys just pick up the former Georgia quarterback now from. I mean. There are Georgia guys everywhere you look, right? I mean, that, that can't sit too well with you, I would imagine.
5: Oh, uh, no. It's as well as it's, well, it's fine. I mean, I'm undefeated against them, all of them. So, yeah, I, I can talk my stuff, you know, because they known for folding under pressure, you know, how they go. So, uh, we just got to keep doing our thing, you know. Like me, I'm going to talk my stuff because, like you said, I got two nice chances. So, anybody who tries to make up the fact that they beat us in this locker room, we still won the nice it that year or whatever, but. It's all fun in games, you know, especially playing against uh, – not playing, but playing beside Chase and then playing uh, with uh, Zoe as a linebacker. So it, it ain't number fun in our games, especially this week coming up. We all been talking a whole bunch of junk with each other. So it's all fun with me.
1: What is the bling comparison—the Alabama ring versus the Super Bowl ring—and you know Lawrence Steins on the show has two rings with the Giants, kicked them to two Super Bowls. You have three rings of your own. What's the comparison? Is one bigger and more in diamonds? And do you ever wear them out in public? Like, if you ever just want to flex one day, do you rock one of the rings?
5: No, uh, my mom won't let me rock them. She makes me put them in my safe deposit box. So uh, she 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 would not let me rock the rings at all. You don't play that every time I get my rings because like I wasn't able to. So when I won the Super Bowl. I wasn't able to get my ring because I was in Detroit, so they had to um, ship it to me, and I had to wait like a like a month to give it to my mom. But as soon as my mom came, before she left, like when she came to see me in Detroit, before she left, see, the first thing she said, "Well, give me them damn rings, and so I can go put them up." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my mom, my mom don't play that <laughs> at all. I love
0: that. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this next man up mentality that this team has played with on defense. I mean, a lot of teams preach next man up mentality, and it doesn't always work out. What, what is this staff doing? What are you guys doing differently from what other places that it, it just it's just working? I mean, you guys have lost so many key pieces on that defense, yet people are stepping up and playing really
3: good football. When
5: well, you got a great leader at the head, and PG as the defensive coordinator. Patrick Graham, you ain't got no choices. Then you got a great leader in the back end and Logan Ryan. Then you got uh, Leonard Williams up front. And you, you got a bunch of guys that want to play for each other regardless of what's going on. And then we lost our main leader, Blake Martinez and Jabril. So a lot of guys knew they had to step up, including myself. So we just playing the game, having fun, watching film with each other and just talking more. And just when it's, it's something that's fun, so we talk about it. And we just, whatever whatever we call, we just, Call and play it, and we go to the next one. We talk about it in film and get it right then. But for the most part, man, it's a bunch of guys that love playing with each other and playing for each other. And I love this locker room, man, because you can go into some locker rooms and there's a lot of stuck-up arrogance. Like, a lot of these guys like that. It's just it's just fun. And, like, we're big kids just playing a kid's game. And we're having fun with the moment and enjoying the moment. So that's all you can ask for. And uh, we just got to keep stacking and, get, and keep giving ourselves a chance to win ball games on weekend and week out.
2: I wanted to ask you when you when you got there obviously um you know Blake went down you know he's an emotional leader he's the team captain he gets 150 tackles a, a season you know you're not him you're yourself you're a different player so Is there a pressure, you know, a sense that I don't have to maybe replace him, but you have to replace him on the field? You know, is there a dynamic in place when you have to move in for such a popular guy who was such a good player, and then also still try to be yourself?
5: For me, I'm 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 always be myself and I'm gonna play my game regardless. When they recruited me to come here, I I I knew Blake was here, so I had to figure out how I can come in and adjust and play. So I know one thing I'm good at, and that's making tackles. And every time I get a chance, I gotta. Make tackling space, and I, I know I, I I know I know what's going on, so I try to put guys in great positions to be successful out there on the field, and I just I just I just try to be myself. I would never try to be nobody else, even though Blake is a great player in this league. So, like in my mind, I don't see I don't see no pressure at all, because and my dad always told me you either gonna do something or you're not gonna do it at all. So, uh, so my thing is come in and play and just do what I can do uh, with the opportunities that I'm given. You guys
2: obviously miss Logan, but you got an Alabama guy in that defensive backfield, Xavier McKinney, who, um, you know, seems to get an interception a game here. What do you see from him? You know, is that just, you know, a classic Alabama player who's, you know, who's showing out in in his second season season? You know, Logan even said today, he said, you know, he's a a star. You know, he's a rising star, and I just got to, you know, help him out there. What do you see when you look at Xavier McKinney?
5: Logan said it all. He's a rising star. But anytime you got a guy like Logan in the back here that's been in this league and has success the way he has had it, like, it's easy for him to learn from a guy like that. So when you see somebody doing it right every day uh, that you with him, it's it's easy. And then especially you got a guy like St. Bradbury on the outside, too, and the Jackson outside help you also because so so them two guys had great success in this league also. When we see guys doing it right week in and week out, you have no choice but to step your game up and play the game at a high level because some guys are going to demand a lot out of you in that back end. We got a great, a lot of great guys and know what they're doing, and sometimes when it's going fast, they got to get me right. So I respect a lot out of those guys in that back end. Hey, Reggie, at
0: four and seven, I mean, you guys are in the mix here. You got six games left. What what's the sense of urgency inside the locker room? I mean, six games left. You guys can can make a run at this thing, starting the, the Sunday in Miami.
5: Oh man, it, it, the locker room is good. Uh, it's calm. It's cool. Everybody know the task your hands, but we just know we got to come out and just do our jobs, and and we got to be consistent. That's the main thing. So like, it's tough when you got injuries. Right, like the way we have, but like these last couple of weeks, a lot of everybody's been consistent. The offense has been consistent, defense has been consistent, and everybody just playing for one another. So we, we got a great opportunity in hand, even though we're four or seven, like you said. But if you play the game right and do what you're supposed to do, you always give yourself a chance. Good thing's always gonna happen. Follow
1: Reggie Raglan on Twitter and Instagram at Reggie Raglan. You went to Bob Jones High School and you played a little tight end there, Reggie. You know, Andrew Thomas is out here catching touchdowns. He, You know, he's one of the team leaders in touchdowns this season. Are we drawing up any plays for Reggie Raglan to uh, catch a touchdown since he were a tight end?
5: Man, they need to. I don't, I don't mind going in a, a corner around the back of the end zone. Just throw it up. I'll go get it. I don't mind it.
1: <laughs> Have you been in Judge's ear asking him? Because I think we might need to make this happen. I feel like uh, you could throw some teams off if we uh, draw this up.
5: Well, Judge, you could try. But where Judge is set in stone and where he wants done, it's set in stone. So I don't think he's going to let me catch any passes. It sounds good. I wish. But, uh, but if he ever let me, I guarantee I'm going to catch it.
2: Is this right? Are you the youngest of seven in your family?
5: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, the, baby. I'm the
2: baby. Well, I'm, I'm not calling you the baby, okay? Yes, Not even on a podcast, I'm not calling you the baby in person. I certainly wouldn't call you the baby of the family. The baby. Um, um What is? I mean, I would guess uh, the youngest of seven has to have a certain aggressiveness. You know, you want to get food. You want to get clothes. You want to get all that stuff. You know, what's it like being uh, having six siblings older than you and trying to, you know, muscle in for what your uh, territory is?
5: Oh, it, it was fun. Like, they used to beat me up, you know, try to put the pillow over my face and suffocate me a little bit as a kid. Growing up, but man, I, man, my siblings are the best. Uh, they, they they made sure I was good, and they always got on my nerves. <laughs> so because I was always little, because like I have an old soul, so like I always wanted to be around them and understand what's going on, and um and learn from them all the time. Because like my brother, my brother was Mr. basketball Alabama, and I had mo- uh, other brothers that could have played sports too. But you know, it, like life took them in a different route. But like I, I, I enjoy being around my family, my siblings, and my one sister.
1: Have you made the adjustment, Reggie, to the New York lifestyle? I mean, you've been all over. You're from Alabama. You played Kansas City, Detroit for a little bit. You're upstate New York, but now you're in the greatest city in the world. So much to do. Such a different lifestyle, I'd imagine, than Alabama. Lower quality. We always mention it. Lower quality Chick Fil A, but you know, a high quality lifestyle in terms of things to do, Reggie. Uh, how different has it been for you?
5: Oh man, um, me, I'm, I, I, I like to think I'm a comedian. I try to. I feel like I can adjust to any uh, situation or what I've been in, and um, and I've I, I been in, I been out in the city. I, I I like to eat, so like the thing I like to do on my days off is find a restaurant I have never eaten at and go eat and enjoy it that way. So like my I think my favorite spot in the city right now is, is called Mission Ceviche. It's a Peruvian spot. It's, it's it's really delicious.
0: Rayos, Rayos, go get Ronnie Barnes a seat at Rayos. You know Ronnie Barnes has a seat at Rayos, a table. Have you eaten there?
5: Oh yet? no, I didn't know that. Oh, no, okay, I mean, Reggie, tomorrow when you go see tomorrow.
0: Ronnie Barnes, say, Ronnie, let me get that table at Rayo's because the only way you can get there is if somebody owns the table, and Ronnie has a table there. Oh,
5: I'm definitely going to Rayo's, I'm definitely going to write that down yeah. right
0: it's an Italian place, one of the most famous places in the world.
2: You were coached by a guy, the Giant fans, obviously, um, near and dear to their hearts, Steve Spagnola. What did you see from him as a coach? You know, the Giants remember him from that great victory in 2007. A couple of years ago, you won a Super Bowl with him in Kansas City. Um, you know, what did Spags do for you, you know, when you were playing for the Chiefs?
5: He made, he made me be a grown man by, by understanding the game and learning, and he's a great man to learn from. Um, he, he, he's very religious, so like I learned a lot of things, and I aspect right from him, but just in all in all, he's a great man to be around. And, and he's been around a lot of great players. And, and, the, and the way he's talk about some guys and, like, how he coached them. Like, okay, one day I feel like I could be like those guys also, too. But I, I, I learned a lot from Fags. From he's, he's a great man overall. Just understanding him and being around him. And he, he always talks about his family and things like that. So, so he's, he's, a, he's a great man to be around.
1: Reggie Raglin, follow him on Twitter, Instagram, at Reggie Raglin. Let's go to the playoffs, Reggie. You know, let's go on a nice run here. Let's go to the playoffs. You know, anything's possible in the words of Kevin Garnett. So uh, let's get on a nice win streak here. And good luck on Sunday. And thanks for coming on Blue Rush.
5: Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoy it myself. Thank you. He's got a good body.
1: All right, Lawrence, in honor of Hanukkah, my Brooklyn Jewish mother today, I'm Mama Brown. Do you want to close out the show, Sir Lawrence?
0: I do, Brooklyn mother. Thank you. That says cheerio to episode 89, the Kadarius, Tony, and Mark Bavaro edition of Blue Rush, our New York Giants podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Jake Brown, as always, Sarah McCrory, and Andrew Hartz for producing the Blue Rush show. Lawrence, how about. Uh... <laughs> i'm switching voices it's two and
1: one i don't know what i'm doing now happy hanukkah jake i bought your socks with your initials. do we get paul schwartz eight presents or should we get him one present do we get him a gift card to the carmine italian restaurant what do we get Paulie for his
0: birthday well i was thinking a box of pants for all the lovely writing paul does on his birthday don't forget to give Blue Rush that we five-star rating and write in a nice review on Apple Podcasts. For Polly Schwartz, Jake Brown, Sarah McCrory, and Andrew Hart, I'm the Scotsman Lawrence Tynes. We return on Monday following the Giants matchup in South Beach with the Miami Dolphins. Enjoy the game and your weekend, folks.